Welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Andy Groneman, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading pitmasters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of the Barbecue Radio Network. tuning in and welcome to barbecue radio network i am your host dave kias along with our executive producer t-bone he keeps everything going or sometimes he stops everything Uh, (laughs) that's his job and my co-host of course who is a world champion in pork at the jack daniels world invitational pitmaster of smoke on wheels andy groneman and coming up very excited rodney scott uh, last week after our show, T-Bone made me drive to his house to watch the Netflix uh, documentary about Rodney Scott. And so I got to T-Bone and then, of course, he stole his neighbor's Netflix. And <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. It's my sister-in-law's. He did. He, he called her and said, what's that code again? Um, but we, we watched this Netflix. It's part of the Chef's, ta- Chef's Table Barbecue. Barbecue. And this... Like, I, I'm not going to lie to you. When, when T-Bone was like, come to my house, 45 minutes, only 40. I, from the beginning of this documentary, it's riveting. Right? It's riveting. It, it is. I, di- I didn't want to get up. I didn't move. I didn't. I just sat there. Fr- In fact, I wanted to go longer. It was so well done. And so check that out on Netflix. It's the Chef's Table Barbecue, Rodney Scott. And I now, wish we could talk about it, but we'd just be repeating the Netflix special. Yeah. But it's worth seeing. It is so good. It is. It's a great series. And and it's a good story. And the food is real. So, yes. yeah. Everything's real. And uh, you can check him out at RodneyScottsBBQ.com. And uh, he's also got the book, Rodney Scott's World of Barbecue. And we're going to be talking about in the first segment, segment with him, Whole Hog Cooking. And you've got to see this Netflix special. This ain't he. Ain't, we are not lying when we say whole hog cooking. I <laughs> no, mean, this, no. this thing. This it, we're not having the what do we call it pork loin thing. This is the whole thing. I'm still trying to figure out. I mean, you know, they got it in there and everything, and the head is sitting there. That's what that's what threw me. I and was like, he throws what it are you the, doing with that? And then he throws it on the grill. <laughs> <laughs> nothing is left. <laughs> nothing is left after that. Now, Dave, I'm expecting <laughs> you to ask the question. About flipping that thing. Yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> yes. was interesting too. Yeah, that's it it takes skill and it take you you saw there's not anybody small in that no. joint in the back, right? No. The, it takes two big guys to flip that thing. It does. I mean, we're talking a whole hog and we're not talking about a little baby hog. We're talking a whole hog. Um, we're also gonna be talking to Andy about grilling and cooking and barbecue when you're kind of in a hurry. Like maybe you get home from, from work and everybody's hungry. Um, or busy weekend and everybody's right. hungry, or maybe just you're going to run home for lunch. Yeah. You know, you don't live that far from home and you want to grill something or just quick, quick ideas. Something quick. Not, That's right. Not low and slow. And, and, yeah, and the, the family's hungry and being unreasonable and doesn't want to wait 14 hours. Wow. T-Bone sounds like he's speaking from experience there. <laughs> 14 hours. What are you doing? I don't know. He's got a whole hog. Like- he's, he's helping Rodney. <laughs> so, <sighs> so this past week, a weekend ago, Friday, March 11th, I, I mentioned this on the air, that I was doing a show up in Seward, Nebraska, and 
in Seward, they can be her or our affiliate. The authorities a, could hear. <laughs> the authorities could hear. <laughs> so they were waiting. Their handcuffs were not that tough. They heard he was coming. They put. They had a little fur around the handcuffs, so it wasn't bad. <laughs> Uh, but so anyway, we are heard on uh, KFAB uh, News Radio 1110 AM in Omaha and Council Bluffs and all over that area. That's big a, signal. As they say in the business. Big stick. Big stick. It's a big stick. And it, and it gets to Seward, of course. And Scott Voris, who is the program director and is on Monday through Friday from 9 to 11, I had sent him little, you know, Facebook tags that, hey, we're going to be there. And the other comedian, Elliot Three, it's also a friend of his. So all of a sudden, he messaged me out of the blue and says, well, do you and Elliot want to be on my show and talk about your show that night? It was on Friday, week of Friday. I'm like, sure, which was really nice of him. Now, I, I bring this up to just remind everybody that, you know, people say, oh, radio's a dying business and all that. No, it's not. You know, yes, you have lots of choices, but radio is not a dying business. And people love the connection. It's absolutely one of the reasons they listen to us because we're we're three guys with not huge egos <laughs> and we just have fun and we want to connect with people. And that's what local radio is all about. So he had us do this little interview talking about uh, we were performing at a Bottle Rockets Brewing Company in Seward, Nebraska. We did a short little interview, could have been three to five minutes. And it, it so we gave out the website to purchase tickets. And it what 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 do you call it when you blow up the website? It crashed. It goes viral it and crashed. then it crashed. It crashed because so many people went on to buy tickets from this little interview and sold out the show. Of course, what did you say? <laughs> the little the little IBM server in the corner of the room started to smoke. <laughs> uh, in fact, one of the guys at the show told me that he knew the owner and he had his cell phone, so he went, "Well, the heck with this," and he just called up the thing. But the one thing I really want to bring up is that the very beginning of the interview, their morning news guy, Gary Saddlemeyer, was in the studio and wanted to talk to me because he loves our show, which was really, yeah, it was so nice. And he said, when he first started listening to the show, he said he was a bad barbecuer, a bad cooker. And, And he goes, you know what? I'm kind of good now. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, that's the that's the goal. That's the goal. And I'm like, you know, I, Gary, I'm kind of the same way, but he was really nice. Uh, at some point, I think I'm, me or maybe hopefully you and I, Andy, will do a little interview with Gan, uh, Gary again. But it was just so nice. He hung out in the studio just to talk to me. Nice. That was very nice. And uh, and again, of course, Scott Voorhees, very nice to him to put us on. And then all the people up in Seward who came out and... Sold out the darn show. That was kind of awesome. fun. That was Very nice. Fun. And hopefully we can crash more websites. So anyway, let's do Ask Andy, uh, sponsored by our March Barbecue Sauce of the Month, which is Smoke on Wheels Bootleg Barbecue Sauce from the, the sauce from the master Andy Groneman. What? Yeah, that's where it came from. Infused sauce that's got rich flavor and a hint of bourbon. Really? Andy? That's just a hint. Just a shock. T-Bone, what do you got for us this week? <laughs> Actually, we have a sauce question. Okay. Oh, we do. Perfect. Andy. Yes, sir. How can I get a little more heat out of my homemade barbecue sauce without going overboard? Mm. Well, that is a good question. And, and that's from Leslie in Lafayette, Louisiana, who listens to the show on KPEL 96.5 FM. Louisiana, well, that, nice. And probably, you know, a Louisiana, I'm going to say that they probably like some of that cayenne kind of direct heat, I would bet. Um but if you've got a sauce that you like, you can either go 
the route of adding a little bit of heat. So like a hot paprika, chili powder, a little cayenne. Uh, if you're not a super hot fan, but you want a little spice, you can just do curry powder, even something to amp up those flavors. So let me ask you this. When you're when you're heating it up. OK, so uh, you've got your you got your basic sauce. And you're like, I like my sauce, but I want a little kick. Do you like pour a little bit in, you stir it in and then do a little taste test and then maybe add more as you go so you don't overdo it? Yeah, you can do that. And then for me, what I like to do is I like to add a little bit more intense heat and I like to get a little acid when I do the heat. Okay. So I'll add gochujang or sriracha or something that is fermented chili to give it a little bit of acid punch too when I do that. You know, the thing that is like... This is my personal, so don't don't take this as barbecue. This is Dave talking. But I like heat, but I don't like just heat for the sake of heat. I like flavor with the heat. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So what what is your favorite thing to add? Just of, of all those things you suggested, name one that, that if you just the had one. That chili paste is super flavorful. It does have some heat to it. Right. Uh, but super flavorful. And then you just stir it in and then. Yeah, just stir it in and to taste. <laughs> two days <laughs> so for me it's like a whole take like a big tablespoon dollop right into like a quart size pot of sauce and then you're ready to go very nice very nice well thanks again leslie for your question and we're gonna get you some smoke on wheels bootleg barbecue sauce but we're very excited because coming up it's rodney scott you want to check out his website which is rodney scott's bbq.com he's an author he's been on netflix we that you definitely want to check so rodney scott he is coming up next right here on barbecue radio network You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Barbecue Radio Network is heard on radio stations from Hawaii to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionetwork.com. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. Dave Caius, along with Pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Annie Groneman. Very excited for this week's guest. It's Rodney Scott. Check out his website, RodneyScottsBBQ.com. We mentioned it in the first segment. You've got to go check out his Netflix documentary. It is so well done. He does whole hog cooking. He's the author of Rodney Scott's World of Barbecue. Every day is a good day cookbook. Rodney Scott, welcome to the show. How you doing, buddy? I am great. Thank you for having me. Well, we're excited to be here. We're so excited to have you with that. That's special. I, I said in the first segment, you know, when T-Bone said, well, you got to come to my house. And I was like, oh, man. And watching that Netflix special. And the problem is I could 
spend all of our time just talking about that Netflix special. I don't want to do that. I want to drive people to watch it because it's so well yes. done. But the, I want to talk about Whole Hog is what but, I want but, to talk but, about. Okay, so, like, let's so just Andy, our barbecue right to the chase. But before we do that, before we do that, <laughs> I just want to mention to you, Rodney, you know, you started doing this when you were 11 years old. Your daddy kind of forced you into it. And yes. you're a hard worker. When, when you watch this special, you realize what a hard worker it is. And I'm not a barbecuer. Andy's a barbecuer. I'm a consumer of barbecue, a big <laughs> consumer. And I just want you to know, for all of us consumers out there, barbecue is a joy. Barbecue is not just a hamburger at the fast food place. Barbecue is a celebration no. of food. And you've given joy to countless thousands of people for all your hard work. So I just hope you know you kind of realize that when you're getting up at 530 in the morning every day. But thank you for that, Rodney. I, we really appreciate it. Uh, it's a pleasure, man. It's it's what I do. It's what I do. All right, Andy, I'll step aside. That's right. I want to get into whole hog because this is incredible. On this show, we talk about a lot of things, but we don't. We, this is our first segment where we've actually been able to talk about whole hog cooking, and we don't mean and, one a day either. And, no. and so the process is totally different from just a shoulder or doing a, a brisket, or the process is totally different. So, could you explain to everybody kind of in at a high level, just the, the steps that it takes to, to prep that hog and get it ready to go on the pit and kind of that process. And, and first of all, Rodney, you raise your own hogs, right? No, not no more, oh, man. Oh, okay. Because there's got a, a segment. little bit smarter. Because <laughs> yeah, there's a segment we, of, your, of your son feeding the hogs. Yeah, we, we used to raise our own hogs, okay. and that's how we did it. And I'm glad you brought that up because that's kind of the beginning. Once you, you get your own hogs, you would pick the one that you want to cook or two or three, however, how many you want to cook. Mm-hmm. And once you get those uh, slaughtered and prepped for the pit, just before you load the pit, of course, you got to have your wood. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hardwoods, oak, hickory, pecan. These are great yeah. woods to have when you're cooking whole hogs. And when you get your fire going and you get your hot coals and that hog is butterfly down the backbone, meaning the backbone is cracked, but not completely cut. You want to take all that fat out of the belly. There's a, a layer of fat that you want to peel back and you want to yep. score the hands and the shoulders and you want to put it meat side down on your pit. Once you get that baby meat side down in your pit, you start grabbing your hot coals that are burnt down <laughs> and you put them under the hams and the shoulders only. Oh, only the hams and the shoulders. Cause the heat's going to radiate, right? It's going to cook exactly. the rest of that. Yeah. The heat's going to go to the middle and that bacon and that belly area is going to be the last it's going to be the first part to cook but that 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 back ham and front shoulders you're just going to apply heat there for about 12 hours and omg i'm telling you <laughs> some of the best eating that you can ever prepare so we're talking with rodney scott and we're talking about whole hog you mentioned that you're not uh producing your own hogs anymore what have you kind of gone to for that what's your consistent are, are you a big Duroc? Are you Berkshire? What's your hog preference and size preference? And let's talk a little about that. Well, mostly the guy that we deal with now, Barbecue Pigs, he he helps us with the, the crossbred. So it's mostly Duroc. And uh, with the crossbred, he's the most consistent that we can find. He's the most dependable. He's as close to the type of farmer that my dad was that we could find that to provide us with these hogs. And I like the weight between 150, it's about 180, not bigger than that, because when you're cooking directly over hot coals, you don't want too much of a fat layer because it can be a high risk of a flare up. 
Well, you know, Rodney T-Bone was mentioning uh, before between epi- or, uh, segments about when we're watching the Netflix special of you guys having to flip those hogs. And you just said, how much do they weigh? They they start out uh, around one about one sixty to about one hundred and eighty. Okay, so and there's in yeah. there is there just two of you that flip one of these? Just two people. Oh, that's it. You got to be pretty strong to be able to pick that up, and then and then you have it like a, kind of a, and yeah. And of course, I want you to explain it. Kind of a wired thing, so it all stays together, right? When you flip it, exactly. So when you're loading the hog, you put a piece of uh, like fence wire. You put that down. Some people call it chicken wire. You want to put the hog on top of that. And then when it's time to flip it over, you put another piece of the same type of wire on top, sandwich the two together and coordinate with your partner. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very important piece. Coordinate with your partner on what number you're going to flip and which direction you're going to go, because it's easy to lose the entire hog in the pit. Oh, yeah. So from a seasoning perspective, I know simple is, is typically better. What What is your kind of base seasoning as you're getting ready to put that on the pit? Or do you not season until later in the cook? We we do not season in the very beginning of the cook. We season at the very end of the cook. And is it just more of a salt, cayenne, pepper thing? Like I know in the cookbook, I'd looked because, you know, I went straight to the hog seasoning <laughs> straight out of the gate. <laughs> And True I saw and I saw a controversial <laughs> element in there, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. so you know, I'm a fan of MSG, but I went, I I know why he's doing that. But to our listeners, could you explain kind of your hog seasoning and what that does to help bring out those flavors that are that you've created from the smoke? Well, our hog seasoning consists of cayenne pepper, black pepper. We have iodized salt. And we have some pepper flakes along with MSG, a.k.a. Jesus Tears. Okay. (laughs) Now, in the book, we call it Jesus Tears because some people get so offended when they hear MSG. And the reason that we put that in there was to enhance the flavors of all the peppers along with the fat and the sauce that's going to go on top of this hog. They all work together, complement each other, and give you an unforgettable flavor when you're cooking that whole hog. And And... One of the keys to the sauce is the acid content, right? Yes, definitely. You talked the about the fat, and so explain how that how the sauce really helps complement all of that. Because I sometimes, you know, and as a as a cook, I'm always trying to get that right balance. But our home cooks, we want to make sure they understand what what why you do that and what that what that gives you. And we just well, got about you know, and 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 Ronnie, we just got about one minute left for this segment. All right, I'll be real quick. Thanks, so buddy. we use white vinegar. White vinegar helps with the acid and lemon as well with the citrusy type acid that goes on the protein to help break it down and the flavor in the sauce it all just makes it more tender juicy and more enjoyable oh man that just sounds so i got so hungry watching that netflix special and i want everybody every if you don't have netflix find a find a neighbor or a friend that does and and go look up uh rodney scott's under the what what is it chef's barbecue chef's table barbecue chef's table barbecue barbecue. and it's just a wonderful not only is it about food but it's a human interest story um it talks about how tough you are and everything and of course check out the website rodney scott's bbq.com and we will be right back with Rodney Scott talking more barbecue for you backyard barbecuers up next on Barbecue Radio Network.
check out Barbecue Radio Network on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Andy need the attention. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. I am Dave Caius, along with our producer, T-Bone, and my co-host, award-winning pitmaster, Annie Groneman. And speaking of awards, we've got Rodney Scott on. You want to check out his Netflix special uh, documentary and also check out his website, which is Rodney Scott's bbq.com he's got four soon to be five restaurants one thing i wanted to point out before we get talking about backyard barbecuing is one of the cool things that happened to you that kind of helped propel your career rodney was you won a james beard award in chicago quickly talk about that would you man so may 2018 we we get the announcement that we made the sim- the finalist list for james beard and we go to Chicago, me the entire time saying, this is a great honor to be here. Not mm-hmm. sure if I'm going to win this award. <laughs> then they get to our category and all of a sudden everybody in my row is pulling on me to tell me I got to get up and walk up <laughs> to the stage. I won. <laughs> to this day, that night, just to think back to that night gives me chills. It's unbelievable. It was groundbreaking for barbecue, groundbreaking for Rodney Scott's uh, barbecue company, the brand, my partners, family, everything. Everything changed that night. Well, and if you watch the Netflix special, it's well-deserved. I mean, you you know, there's a great part of the Netflix special that I want people to watch where it talks about your high school graduation and this girl, you said, I got to go back to work when everybody was out to party and she's like, well, yeah. you'll never, nothing will happen with you and here you are getting the James Beard Award, needless to say, and with five restaurants soon to happen, you've done something, Rodney. Congratulations. Well, I, 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 thank you, thank you, thank and, you. I and, almost cussed on stage by that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and and just get getting the nomination for that is huge. So winning winning a, yeah. a beard award, especially when you think about the the food and the quality and and uh, the authenticity mm-hmm. of what you put out. Yeah. Um, it's just a, it's a big, we deal. often hear barbecue people on the show talk about, yes, it's hard work, but it's also made with love. And when you watch what you do, obviously you put the love into it. A lot of love, a lot of support from my crew, Nick, Paul, Nicholas, that entire crew at Rodney Scott's. Those guys stand behind me. And, and I got a little teary eyed when you talked about the, the banana pudding in honor of your mom. Yeah. I mean, I'm a mama's boy. I will admit that for the rest yeah. of my life. And I thought that was so cool. But you're also a dessert fan. And so well. you get teary eyed. <laughs> you get teary eyed if banana pudding comes up anyway. Let's just be Fair honest. Enough. Fair enough. <laughs> like, like I said earlier, but, I'm, a, I'm a barbecue and dessert consumer. <laughs> so, so if we're looking at Rodney Scott's World of Barbecue Cookbook, what is the one of the first things that you would suggest a home cook take on to start to dive into that world of barbecue? Mm-hmm. What's what's like probably something that they're going to get a win with out of the gate? Something not too tough, not too like what's a great starter? A great starter in the Rodney Scott's world of barbecue every day is a good day cookbook is the ribs, mm-hmm. a slab of ribs. I walked a 12-year-old kid through cooking those ribs, and he went home and did it, and he got compliments from the family. <laughs> so so what, what's it take to cook that slab of ribs? To cook that slab of ribs, you, you want to get a, a rack of spare. You want to have the Rodney's rib rub is made up. It's in the book. 
you want to sprinkle that over there and you want to make you some of the Rodney sauce to mop the rib when you're cooking it. You and, can and, do it on a grill. And Rodney, let me interrupt real quick because you can get your website's incredible and you have all these wonderful products. You can get these products on your website, correct? Yes, you can get all these products on the website. You can even get the book on the website. Yes. You can get it all. You know, even if you walk in our restaurants, you can get it. Anyway, keep going with the ribs. I'm sorry I interrupted. <laughs> oh, man. So, so you get your hot coals going and you got that slab of ribs. You want to put it with the meat side up first. And when you start to see the bones start to come through a little bit, you mop that side and you flip it. And then you mop it again and close it down. And once it cooks through and you go back and check it, it's about a three and a half, four hour cook. And you pick that baby up and it starts to bend like a T-Rex. <laughs> oh, man. You, you, you just won. And that builds your confidence to the next recipe or whichever recipe that you feel like you want to take on next in the book. And what temperature are you working at usually for a slab of ribs on the grill like that? At slab of ribs, I like to go around 250, keep it around 250 degrees. Yeah, and that's going to help keep anything from scorching or getting any of those bitter flavors in there. And, and Would you still say go with a good hardwood for, for flavor as well? Yes, definitely go with a good hardwood for flavor. Your oak, your pecan, your hickory, these are great hardwoods for flavor. Um, make sure that they're not smoldering too thick with blue smoke because that's kind of bitter itself. So you want to make sure that it's burnt a little clean and have some nice hot coals under that rib. Oh, yeah. my God. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're, you're getting us hungry talking about it, Rodney. That's not fair. Um, can, let's talk about your sauce. You know, we're, we're in the Midwest. We're used to the, the sugar molasses kind of sauce. And you have the vinegar sauce, uh, base sauce. And to be honest with you, as a Midwesterner, West, Midwesterner growing up on the sugar stuff. I didn't like vinegar at first. Now I love it because I really appreciate it. But talk about your sauce, would you? Well, my sauce is a vinegar sauce, vinegar based, and that I grew up with. It's white vinegar. And in the area that I grew up in, white vinegar sauce is what was what everybody used. So we have white vinegar, we have sugar, lemon, we have black pepper, cayenne pepper in there, and pepper <laughs> flakes. And you mentioned the lemon earlier. What does the lemon provide to the overall flavor man that that lemon gives it that little citrusy type flavor with and then the acid in it just helps to break the protein down and make it a little bit more tender so when you grab it and pull it you can look across at that neighbor that came over to check you out and give them that that little evil wink like that's right <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it really wakes up all the flavors in the sauce it, or in, it in enhances the meat. everything in the meat um the sauce is is flavorful by itself and that with the meat is a perfect combination. So the restaurants have been going gangbusters. We were talking about that earlier. What's coming up? What do you have coming up in that space? Wow. So in the restaurant coming restaurants that are coming up, we are <laughs> working on uh, our third location in Trustville, Alabama. Um, we have a total of four locations now, one in Charleston, one in Atlanta, Two in Birmingham area oh of gosh. Avondale and Homewood. We're going to Trustville, Alabama, hopefully, if the stars are aligned this <laughs> year soon. And our biggest announcement is uh, next year in 23, we plan to open with uh, Eric Church in Nashville. Oh, my gosh. That'll be amazing. I want yeah. you to know, I used to DJ on a couple of country radio stations. So when you say Eric Church, you're saying somebody who could sell out any arena anywhere in the country in a matter of minutes. Eric Church is huge. What All a, you got to do is put a drink in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> now, does, does he wear sunglasses all the time? I've got to know. 
I, I've seen him without him briefly, oh. and I think he was adjusting them then. <laughs> it's like one time I saw Rod Stewart with flat hair. It's kind of a it's kind of a big really? get there. That is so cool, and and and, the, and one of the great barbecue cities of the country in Nashville. How how much fun is that going to be? Man, I'm looking. I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I, 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 there's Webster has yet to print a word to describe the feeling that I have about that particular project. And I'd honestly love to see you just come a little bit more towards the Midwest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the way up here into Kansas. We hardly have any uh, barbecue places here in Kansas City, so we can. (laughs) No, but we don't have we don't (laughs) have any place doing whole hogs. We don't have anybody doing whole hogs, and very few vinegar based sauces. There is one place that that comes to mind, and again, for me, Midwestern boy, didn't like it at first. Uh, We got a bottle of sauce from one of our other affiliates, um, and now, yeah, either one. I'll take either one. That's right. right. Well, give me give me about a year. Let me see how things work out. And, uh, we'll see by the Midwest. He's just going to blow by us. And I'll, I've got a new one in California I want to tell you about. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it has been absolutely a pleasure. Our, our time has run out quickly, but I want to uh, again remind everybody, we've been talking to Rodney Scott, and he is on Netflix on Chef's Table Barbecue. And if you don't have Netflix, find a friend that has it. Go over there. It's only about 45 minutes long. You'll absolutely enjoy it. And you can get all of his products, tons of great products at RodneyScott'sBBQ.com, including his cookbook, World of Barbecue. Every day is a good day for barbecue. Rodney, thanks again for being on the show, buddy. We really appreciate it. It's a pleasure. All you weekend barbecuers, have fun, enjoy. Don't make too much of a competition. Knock it out the box. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's great words. We're coming up with next segment with Andy talking about fast cooking as opposed to low and slow, and that's up next right here on Barbecue Radio Network. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Andy and Dave here on the award-winning Barbecue Radio Network. And Barbecue, shout-out goes to one of our sponsors, Old Hickory Pits Smokers. Check them out at oldhickorypits.com. They've got the Old Hickory Pits wood-burning barbecue pits, both commercial and now residential. And barbecue, officially barbecue, well, barbecue season's year-round. What am I saying? But official barbecue season is coming up. And if you don't have one for your backyard, you want to definitely check it out. (laughs) Oldhickorypits.com. Sorry, it's my first day in broadcasting. Tebow's giving me a look. <laughs> Usually I don't know I'm giving you a look. This time I, I know to, I, I'm giving I don't you know, a look. I should Staring not, over the top of the monitor. I should have not looked up because I see Tebow giving scowl. me that look going, man, is it, is, it, is it too late to replace him, at least for this show? Uh, anyway, I want to do a little barbecue. We've been talking about barbecue joints lately. And there's Billy Sims Barbecue, which is in Emporia, Kansas. And back, oh, 
year or two ago, T-Bone and I, we needed we needed some... <laughs> our, our regular studio kind of went uh, belly up for that week, and we drove down to... Oh, okay, it got shut down because of COVID. Yeah, it got shut down yeah. COVID. Uh, it wasn't our producer, but his mom, because we were in his basement. Now we're just bragging. Uh, <laughs> but his mom got COVID. And of course, we couldn't be in the house. And so we drove down to lovely Emporia, Kansas, to the studios of my country, 99.5, K-H-D-L-F-M, uh, Phil McComb, the general manager of all those stations. So big, big shout out to Phil. But we went down there, recorded the show. And then as I was leaving, I stopped at Billy Sims Barbecue, which I they had one in Kansas City. Unfortunately, it closed. It's I wonder why. Well, no, yeah. because people think I, I had also stopped there oh, just I didn't know before that. you. Oh, okay. But there were no cars in the parking lot. Oh, so you thought they so weren't open. I went, this is not a good <laughs> No, I could see that somebody was in there, but I was like, well, this is not a good sign. And I just kept going. So I, I stopped. Well, first of all, the one in Kansas City, I happened to get there. Buddy me was taking me for a birthday dinner. And it was the last night they were open. It was really good food. I mean, really, people think of chain barbecue. Uh, this is good barbecue. Uh, I had an Emporia. It was good barbecue. And then one of my road trips, I can't remember Junction City, maybe there in a lot of Manhattan small somewhere. Towns. Yeah, but I stopped there, and again, really good barbecue. So Billy Sims Barbecue in Emporia, Kansas. You'll see Billy Sims. You'll see Pizza Ranches. You'll see like there's several right. places that are like. But I'm always looking. Town, I'm right? always looking for the barbecue. Yeah. So I went there, and sides are really good. Um, and again, you can uh, hear us in Emporia on My Country 99.5. And thank you for being a part of Barbecue Radio Network. Time now to turn to our co-host Annie Groneman. He is the New York State Empire Cup champion in seven events throughout New York State. In fact, uh, everybody may These not keep know. getting longer again. Well, <laughs> what people don't realize is he basically owns. New New York. Wait a minute. Okay. I, I, we we, we got to mention the fact how Rodney Scott called him out off the air. Yeah. Well, what did, what did he say? He, oh, he said he knows I've got those national brisket types. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, and, and it's what a else? little intimidating when a James Beard award winner knows what the heck you're doing. But and, that's a whole nother topic. Well, and hang on. And what else did Rodney notice, by the way? Anybody? Uh, something about a, an, an Emmy, Emmy Award. Right. An Emmy Award for Emmy somebody? Award winner. You know, T-Bone, you really need to pr- yes, promote I, that sometimes. I would like to thank the Academy. Oh, wait a minute. That wasn't me. <laughs> and, and and you just about owning New York, the the year that and you've been like digging into the obscure Groneman files to find right? that one. Like, I'm impressed. But that was the first year of that series. And I'd gone up there. We were actually, the girls were still little. It was family vacation time. We're cooking these contests. We'd won one. And people are like, get out of here, you know, quit taking our money. <laughs> and one of the guys said, too bad you can't stay and compete for the cup. And I'm like, there's a cup? There's a cup? <laughs> so we came back and competed in all those contests. It oh. was it was so much fun. It was it was a just an amazing uh Amazing year. Well, you know, that sounds um, great. But the only thing is, if you're an Emmy Award winner, then you will sell out Seward, Nebraska. So just, <laughs> I'm just saying, sure, New York. Okay, well, that's kind of impressive. But Seward, Nebraska, give me a break. All right, That's right. Not everybody can do that. So uh, how about our barbecue product spotlight for the week? What do you got so, for us, so Andy? So we're talking about kind of grilling and mm-hmm. cooking in a hurry. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a gas grill at home, um, and so you're still going to try and use your charcoal grill, right? You need to get those coals lit fast. Mm-hmm. So there's a thing called a loof lighter, which is essentially a 
super heated hot rod with a fan in it. It looks like a wand and you can use that and it will light your coals. Uh, you'll start to see sparks within seconds, but within minutes, your coals are starting to go so that you can have a quicker cook start. So I don't, I don't think I remember ever seeing this. Loof lighter. T-Bone, does this sound? I don't think I've ever seen this product. It's great. It, it just, it's a big, long wand looking thing. It's called a loof lighter. It, it's electric. You have to plug it in, but sure. it is, it is a super fast way to light your coals without using charcoal lighter or waiting for the chimney to light. You just pile them up. Turn the lighter on, off you go. Also, I have seen, and I, I, I apologize for bringing this up because I should, I shouldn't know what it was called, but I've seen something where people line up the coals, and they call it like a snake. It's or, a minion method, and it, it is kind it's, of a, you line a circle. Them in a snake. Yes. What, what, what is that? So that helps you slow down your cook. So if you line everything up. And, and snake them, the snake, snake method. Snake, yeah, yeah, okay. And it, they call it, Jim Minion figured that out. It's the Minion method. Okay. Um, you light one end, mm -hmm. and the coals will burn. Kind of a domino effect, right? And that domino effect. And so you'll get a longer, more even cook. So if you were doing a longer cook, Got it. you could line your coals up that way, and they'll just kind of burn through over time instead of a big pile that's just going to burn through all at once see i see now why people in new york were irritated with you because we can't stump you on anything no i'm not gonna <laughs> let you stump me on charcoal come on <laughs> so uh speaking of of having short time I, I got thinking about this and and we've talked about this in, in previous segments where you know you come home from work but you you, you know you, salad you know whatever Let's let's have something good quality, but you don't have a ton of time. You can't you can't do the the ribs for two hours or a brisket. What what are some suggestions for? And and I don't know if it'd be hot and fast. It might be hot and fast. You tell us. But some suggestions for you don't have a lot of time. Yeah. I, so you got a couple of things. First, if you know you're not going to have time, mm -hmm. you can prep ahead. Okay. Right. So if you and and. Let, I'm just going to assume that we're trying to raid the fridge and find something to cook, right? <laughs> okay. We haven't gone and shopped or something. So if you've got ground beef, obviously a go-to would be, you know, hamburgers. Mm -hmm. Smash burgers work great. Right. Um, if you've got, say, a pork loin or a pork tenderloin, you can cut that into chops. Oh, okay. Like just three-quarter inch thick chops, right. which will cook a lot faster. You can grill those and get nice flavor on them. and. Now we're talking like stuff that takes under 10 minutes to cook. Oh, wow. Right? Like that hamburger, you're going to do five minutes aside. That pork chop, maybe five to seven well, minutes aside. And if you have the budget, steaks don't take that long, Correct. right? Yeah. So I just typically don't have steaks sitting in the fridge. But <laughs> if I do, if I do, yeah, absolutely, you can do that. Any vegetables will grill nicely. And if you like a tender, crisp vegetable so that it's got a little char on the outside, but it's still got some structure... You can cook any, like squash is great. Um, you know, I like to grill carrots. I can make a carrot just amazing on the grill. Do you have little um, grill marks on the carrot? And I'm not joking, but I think that would be make it even seem like it tastes better than grill marks on it, a carrot. It is. It adds a ton of flavor. Um, and the cool thing is you can actually cook that thing soft enough that it almost eats like a hot dog so you can put it on a hot dog bun oh, wow. and have a carrot as like a vegetarian version of a hot dog you can sauce it and do all of that um so yeah there's lots of things veggies cook quick but anything that is big you can slice into 
a steak version of it or a chop version of it and cook a lot faster. So even a even a roast, like if I've got a chuck roast, I might take that, throw it on the take a, a, a inch slice off mm-hmm. of it, throw it onto the grill to get some char on it and then foil wrap it with just a little bit of stock or or melted butter and just let it really cook for another five or ten minutes and get tender so i'm i'm guessing when it comes to meat cuts it's it's all about thinner cuts as opposed to thicker cuts to so it'll cook through quicker yeah if i'm like if i've got a whole chicken or a bone-in chicken i'm gonna go boneless i'm gonna bone it off the so that it'll cook faster um but yeah boneless chicken another good example you want to cook fast and you could again if if you know you're not going to have time in the evening because you're going to be taking the kids to softball or whatever you could marinate that in the morning when you leave for work. Well, thank you, Andy, for giving us some tips on how to cook when you don't have a lot of time. Of course, I want to thank our guest from earlier, Rodney Scott. Check out his website, RodneyScott'sBBQ.com, and that wonderful Netflix special that he's on. That documentary it is so good. Of course, we've got our barbecue sauce of the month, Smoke on Wheels. Good stuff there. And next week, we're going to be talking about top five gadgets that you need. For Andy Groderman and T-Bone and myself, thank you so much for tuning in to Barbecue Radio Network and as always, happy barbecuing! You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667.